If you have your Bible, take it to Acts chapter number 2. Acts chapter 2. And uh, if you will, uh, the title of the message is, Now What? Now what? What do you do? Um, the Lord is blessed. We had good revival. We had two folks saved. We had, um, we had two folks join the church this morning. And, and uh, now what? You know, now what do you do? And, uh, you know, as you look at life, as you look at things in this life, uh, sometimes you, uh, you, go through, you go through valleys. Uh, what do you do after a valley? What do you do during a valley time? What do you do during a rough time in your life? Uh, what do you do after a victory? And so we're going to talk about this subject, if you will. Now what? What do you do? Because as you go through life, you are going to experience ups and you're going to experience downs. And uh, if you haven't experienced downs yet, you've not lived long enough to uh, experience the downs. They experience the times where you are down. Experience the times when, when, uh, when uh, the, if you will, the rubber meets the road, if you will. But this is not that type of experience that takes place in Acts chapter number 2. This is after a great victory. And uh, may I say to you that uh, after a victory and after God works in our church and after God does something, we need to be careful on how we go forward. Because one, uh, everything that God has done and everything that God is doing it's not anybody in this church. Uh, it is simply because of what God is doing. And uh, may I stay out of God's way for God to continue to work. Uh, it is important to note that it is not a man. It is a God. And uh, what, what God does is by, by him and by him alone. Acts chapter number 2 uh, we go into, uh, we, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail because I, actually on Sunday mornings we're going to go straight from the book of John right into the book of Acts. And I'm excited about going through the book of Acts on Sunday morning. But uh, as we get ready to go through this, Peter <laughs> was, given, uh, was given an opportunity to redeem himself, if you will. Peter uh, denied Christ three times in John chapter 21. We talked about that this morning when Jesus looked at Peter and said, Do you love me? He said, Yes, I do. But Peter gets a chance to redeem himself in Acts chapter number 2 and preach to a good group of people. Uh, and, and through this study in, in chapter number 2, you'll find that there are many, many, many different people that are there Many different people that speak different languages, but God gives him utterance to preach the gospel and what is called speaking in tongues, but he preaches and they all understood it in their own language. And because of the result of him preaching and the result of everything that went on, uh, thousands of people were saved and uh, that's what we're going to pick up in Acts chapter number two. He's preaching, uh, God is moving in verse number 38, the Bible says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from the 
from the untoward generation. And then they that gladly received his word, they that gladly received his word, they that gladly opened their ears, they that gladly understood what he said, received his word and were baptized. And the same day were added unto them about how many souls? 3,000 souls. Can you imagine being at that church service? Can you imagine sitting underneath the tent that night or sitting underneath the columns that night as Peter began to preach and God gave him utterance and all of a sudden 3,000 people got up out of their seat and walked the aisle and got saved that night? How How many people had to deal with them? How many altar workers did they have to have to deal with 3,000 people getting saved and 3,000 people coming down the aisle? How many people did it take to baptize all 3,000 of them? Can you imagine if it was just one? Uh, That would have took a long time. Uh, I I mean, all right, baptize you, brother, in the name of the Father as he's throwing all of them down. You know, I mean, it had to go fast. But can you imagine... What took place in their minds because God, Jesus had just left. Uh, He empowered them in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. And he empowered them with the Holy Ghost. And here we are in Acts chapter number 2. What's God going to do? And God revealed himself to to be real. God answered uh, that what the children of Israel, or if you will, the the disciples needed to know. What, What now? What now? Well, God's left. Jesus is left. What are we going to do now? Uh, now, here comes the Holy Spirit of God, and he moves in on a service, and 3,000 people get saved, and 3,000 people get baptized. And the Bible says, and when they were baptized, they were added unto them. What does that mean? They were added unto them. That means they were added unto the church. When they got saved and when they got baptized, the Bible says they were added unto them. Who's them? That's the church. The church already existed and they were added to the church. Now, can you imagine the follow-up visitation on that program? Can you imagine trying to follow up with all 3,000 of them? Well, where do you live at? Well, hold on. Let's get his information so we can follow up with them. Now, Let me ask you how exciting of a day that must have been, yes? Yeah? Yeah, Yeah, kind of. Yeah, 3,000 people. Ah, That's every day when 3,000 people get saved all the time, right? I get excited over one person getting saved. Can you imagine how much excitement was rolling that day when 3,000 people got saved? Well, and then you probably had the critic over there, well, well, let's see, how, how many of them actually believed, right? No. And then you, had the, then you had those that were running around, hallelujah, God saved 3,000 of them. Woo! Come on! Have a shout and fit. The Bible says, when one sinner repents, all of heaven shouts. How loud heaven must have been that day when 3,000 of them got saved. Strike up the choir, guys. Sing a song. 3,000 people got saved. Woo! Man, they had to get excited. There was noise in heaven. <laughs> there was noise in heaven. 
3,000 people had just gotten saved. Now, that's a great victory, would you say? That's a great victory. Have you ever had great victories? Have you ever seen God work? You ever seen God move? Hey, we, I've seen God move. In the last seven weeks, we've had, I don't know, six or seven people get saved. We've had folks join the church. Look, that's an answer to prayer because about eight weeks ago, we met around this auditorium praying that God would do those two things. We're only missing one of them, and that's someone getting baptized. Look, I, I'm going to tell you, that's God doing and working in our church. Amen. Now what? Amen. Now what do you do? Now what do you do? Okay, we've seen the victory. We've seen God work the victory. Now what? Let's look what, let's look what the apostles did. Now what? After having a great victory, what'd they do? <coughs> what'd they do? In verse number 42, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayers. And they continued steadfastly. And they continued steadfastly. Be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. May I say to you tonight is that yes, God has wrought a victory. And yes, we've seen God answer prayer. And yes, we've seen God move. But it's not time to let up. It's not time to back down. It's not time to let off the gas. It's time to push the gas a little bit harder. And it's time to push the, to push the pedal a little bit harder. And we want God to do more. And we want more people to get saved. And more people to get baptized. And more people to join the church. It's not over yet. God still has a work to do. And we've got to continue steadfastly after people. And tell them the gospel's sake. And preach the gospel's sake. And not to let up. Because the moment we let up, the devil's going to get in. The moment you let up, the devil's going to get out. The moment you let up, he's going to get in to the things. <coughs> the devil doesn't like God working. The devil doesn't like God moving. The devil doesn't like God answering prayer. The devil doesn't like God working in a church. He'll do everything in his power. To get somebody to stir up trouble. He'll get everybody, somebody to stir up uh, some, hey, a murmur. And it's time to start complaining about this. Uh, start complaining about that. Uh, get out the way, devil. Keep on. Continue. Continue. Continue steadfastly. The Bible says in verse number 46. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Do you know what they did? They continued daily meeting in the temple in one accord. In one accord. What's that? We're all striving for the same thing. We're all pushing for the same thing. We're all praying for the same thing. God, Keep saving people. Keep bringing people. Keep doing the work of God. Look, it's not me and it's not you. It's not any individual in this church. It's God. And if it ever was anything other than that, I don't want to be part of it. Uh, if it's about me, get me out of here. Because it ain't about me and it ain't about you. 
It's about Him and bring Him glory and bring Him honor and bring Him all the praise. God, keep working. I don't want to mess things up. I want to keep the pedal to the metal. Get my foot on the gas. Don't let up. We've got to fight on. Hey, hey, we've had victory. Go ahead. Throw your victory party. I'm going to fight on. We, we have no reason. Look, I'm excited. I'm pumped up. I'm fired up. I'm enthusiastic. But I'm going to keep fighting on. Because there's more to do. There's more to be saved. There's more to join the church. There's more to be baptized. And it simply is. What the apostles do, they continued daily in one accord. What do we pray? We prayed for the revival. We all, I asked everybody, we, we talked about that. We prayed for the revival. We prayed for God to save people. We prayed, hey, let me ask you, keep praying. Let's keep praying together. Let's keep working together. Let's keep one accord, praying the same direction, that God would save some, join some, and baptize some. Look, it's not over yet. The trumpet ain't a-blowing. We've still got a work to do. I'm, I, I'm so glad I'm saved. I know I'm so glad I looked forward to what some glad morning I'll fly away. But guess what? That day is not here right now. I've got a work to do. God's placed me here for right now. What do you mean? For this time, for this place. Right now, God's placed me here. So it's my job to preach the gospel to this area until I die. Or until he, blowing a trumpet, come on home. That did not sound like a trumpet, did it? Come on, I'm going home. You back there laughing at me, little band nerd. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, my goodness. Miss Stacy's back there laughing at me because I didn't blow the trumpet right. And I embarrassed you. I called you a band nerd. I'm sorry. But ultimately, man, what in the world did I get myself into? It was all serious and going good until I did all that. But look. I know I did. I walked right into it. The trumpet's going to blow. I don't want him to be finding me not doing something. I don't want him to be finding me not, not serving him and not going after people and not preaching the gospel. And look, I don't want him to find me sitting on my hands not doing a thing because one day the trumpet's going to blow. Man, oh man, Woo, look what God's done. Look at all them people get saved. Man, hallelujah, let's quit. It's all over now. It ain't even close to being over. And I'm glad the apostles didn't quit either because just a couple weeks later, and 5,000 people walked the aisle and get saved and get baptized. And it wasn't long. The Bible says that they turned the world upside down because they didn't quit because of their victories. See, a lot of times we want to live in the glory days. We want to live about what God has done. Not to listen. I want to live what God is doing right now. Keep pressing on. Join in one accord. Let's do it. Pray together. Fight on. 
Continue steadfast. And let's read that last verse. In verse number 47. <coughs> Praising who? Peter. Woo, man, Peter! Hallelujah, Peter, way to go, buddy. That's not what they said. Praising God for all he's done and having favor with all the people. Look, look, watch that next statement in the last, the last verse or the last sentence in chapter 40, in chapter 2, verse 47. And the Lord added to the church how much? Daily, such as should be saved. Because the apostles went out daily preaching house to house, getting people for the Lord. Hey, Christian, what we got to do? Keep on. Keep continuing. Be steadfast. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't let off the gas. Because that's what the devil wants us to do. That's what the devil wants us to do. Let's pray. Lord, I love you. Thank you for this, this evening.